welcome to the Good Talk Podcast, where we remind you of the joy of life, the love of God, and the possibilities that lie ahead. My name is Pete, and I'm joined by my wife, Jordan. Hello. How are you? Good. Kind of sad. Because Christmas, Christmas is over. I know. That's okay. We That's still right. have the Christmas attire up, though. I know. We do. We keep it until, like, January, too, right? Yep, and it's coming down. Yeah. Maybe even the day before. I don't know. It just depends. Yeah. Well, we hope you guys had a Merry Christmas. Um, if you did not check out, speaking of Christmas, if you didn't check out our uh, Give Good video um, where you guys can see the result of your generosity for the family, um, where we really hope they had a fantastic Christmas yeah. um, by the looks of the video and the looks of you know how know the family experienced everything. I Man, they were they just did. so grateful for you guys' generosity. Yeah. You really did. You, you changed their Christmas. You changed their life. Yeah. And yeah. Um, just can't wait to hear just more stories that come out of that. Yeah, so check it out. It's on our YouTube channel. Yeah, I love it. I love it. So uh, this is episode 10. We're calling it um, Life Lessons from 2020, right? Yeah, just lessons learned in 2020. Yeah, we thought it'd be fun to kind of look back over this past year. It's been a crazy year for so many people. A painful year, a difficult year. Um, You know, some people, again, it it changed a lot. I mean, some people lost loved ones. Yeah, yeah. Some people lost jobs. Some, you know, a lot, a lot of difficult things in 2020. And yet, one of the things we know is that it's often through pain that we learn the most, right? Yeah. And so I think that there are some great lessons for both of us when we look yeah. back over this past year. Yeah, it was a crazy year. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think our our goal with this episode is to kind of say, yes, there were all the hard things and those are worth talking about and reflecting on. But we want to kind of see, okay, what can we take from this year in a positive way and move into the next? So, yeah. but before we do that, I have questions okay. about 2020. Okay, oh, ready? Oh, good. For you. Uh, yeah. And you can ask them back to me if you right, want. Fire away. Mainly because I've already answered them in my head. Um, okay, number one, your favorite personal moment of 2020? I would have Sarah wedding. You can't take that one. That was uh, mine. Yeah, our wedding was, it was, I just, I loved that day. I loved that weekend, really. And, it's just so awesome having all of our family there and our friends there and being out on the farm. And yeah. I'll, I'll never forget it. It was awesome. Yeah, that was mine too. Um, also, going to Disney World was... Oh, yeah, that's a great one. Okay, number two, uh, greatest accomplishment of 2020. Mm. You go first on that one. Okay. Um, I think accomplishment-wise, probably this podcast. Yeah. Starting this, I think we've talked about it for so long. We did. I think this was a... A big accomplishment for us. It's huge. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to say my boys this year. Mm. And I think that I think about my, my three boys and uh, my oldest jet went off to college Mm -hmm. and that was a successful, he did awesome this year, you know, and he got robbed of his football season, but he did great with his grades. Gage and Brewer doing awesome. So, you know, every once in a while with your, if you, if you have teenagers, you know this, you have to count your blessings and we're just in a fantastic season where our relationship with them is so great and it's fun watching them grow up and become, you know, the men that they are. And so I'm going to go with that, that feeling like not, I don't want to take all the credit because they obviously have a mom very involved in their life and they're doing a lot of hard work on their own. Yeah. But at the same time, I know you and I invest a lot into them, and it's, I'm just glad to see where they're at. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, number three, uh, your biggest what the heck moment? Oh my gosh! Like fun wise, you don't have to. It doesn't have to be. My serious. biggest what the heck moment has to be Tiger King. <laughs> <laughs> that a, was a good show. 
That was a good yes, show. Yes, but no. It's like you got to the end I of know, it and you're like, I, I can't believe I invested that much of my time into that show. I think it did so well because everyone was so bored. It was like at the, <laughs> yeah. the height of COVID, like when everyone was truly like on lockdown. lockdown. Yeah. Um, and it was something light and fun. So I agree with you. Um, my, my thought, and this isn't actually funny, but it was, I remember when, um, you remember when Murder Hornets were like yes. announced? It was, you know, everything had happened and gone down and COVID was, you know, big. The politics were crazy, rioting, all of those things. And they were like, hey, guys, By the there way, are hornets that we are going to call murder hornets. That and could they're kill like you. Two inches long and they're from Africa. I don't know where they were from, but I was just it literally at that point made me laugh. I was yeah. like, where are we? What year is this? I just thought that was such a funny moment. <laughs> okay. That's great. You got one more? One more. Uh, what's missing from 2020 when you look back? Mm. So like a regret, maybe? Yeah, I hate the word regret, but like if you could have done something different, what would you have done? Um, hmm. Probably spend more time with my dad. Mm. And I, I mean, not that I didn't spend any time with him, but you know, you I look back and I think about, oh man, I wish, I, I remember he really wanted to go kayaking this fall. Mm. And it just didn't happen. Like yeah. life was busy Schedule. and running here and there and didn't make that happen. I regret that. I wish we would have went kayaking this fall and we'll go this spring. But uh, yeah, it's probably something I would yeah. like to spend more time with him. Yeah. How about you? Mine's um, probably family oriented too. Probably trying to like connect more with my grandma. Like I've mm. been so close with her my whole life and um, she lives in Georgia, but just knowing she lives in like an assisted living home. It's right. not like a nursing home, but she, she lives independently, but she does live under the rules of the community that she lives yeah. in. So she, a lot of times she couldn't leave because of COVID. And and, she is so full of life. Oh my gosh. She is just a bundle of joy. Um, but yeah, I think I, I wish I had maybe called her more. I'm so used to like going to see her. Mm-hmm. Um, that I just I think I put limitations on her thinking, oh, she didn't know how to zoom or she didn't know how to right. and instead I feel like I wish I just did it. Tried to make her do it. That's a good one. But anyway, those are my questions. Those are good. So that, that kinda leads us into this whole topic of so you're gonna give three of your lessons that mm-hmm. you learned in twenty twenty. Yep. I'm gonna give you three of mine. Yep. And uh we'll see like what we learned. You wanna go first? Um, you go first. Okay. You go first. Our dog's going crazy. I too. know. I, and we have the fire on, like, which it, it looks pretty, I'm sure, if you're watching this on YouTube, but it's so hot. It's hot. We're, like, I'm sweating. <laughs> okay. So you want to hear my first, my first lesson from 2020 uh, was that it's okay to slow down. You took one from me. No, that's mine. Okay. It, it's okay to slow down. And you and I are both perfectionists. We're workaholics. Um, we love to work. We love what we do. Um, and I, for most of my life, I have felt like being busy is a badge of honor. Like that's where I've felt like I have my most worth is in the production of things and, um, you know, creating things and crossing things off to do list. I love that. It fires me up. And like it or not, though, like COVID-19 in this past year forced all of us, I think, to slow down mm-hmm. whether we wanted to or not. Just some things that, you know, slowed down dramatically, working from home, all that kind of stuff. Um, and what I discovered when I was forced to slow down, there's some things that I feel like we did this year that I, I don't know if I've ever done in my life. Like we, we've taken so many walks 
Like when the weather's yeah. nice, pretty much every day we went for a walk. Yeah, and we, would we never had to walk. We were no. like, we got to run, exercise. Because there's there's adult. other ways that we can exercise that produce greater results, right? Quicker right? in a shorter amount of time. Yeah, which is kind of again something that we value. But we had the time, and mm-hmm. so we did it. And so I feel like I watched more sunsets. I went for more walks. Like and and here's what's crazy. All right, I feel like. This was my most creative year I've had, maybe ever, but certainly in a long, long time. Yeah, I agree with and, you. And you've heard me talk about this before, and I think this is true. Uh, it, this is important for those of you listening to this that have to maybe write a lot or create a lot or come up with ideas a lot. A lot of times we talk about, uh, if you're a writer, they call it writer's block, where you just hit that wall. Right. And you're like, I don't know, I, I have no more words on this. Um, or I'm sure it's true for songwriters as well. Anybody's having to come up with ideas. We often talk about we hit we've we've hit the wall, yeah. And or or we'll say I'm stuck. And I think the reality is that most of the time we're it's not that we've hit a block. It's not that we've hit a wall. It's not that we're stuck. It's that we're empty. Mm-hmm. Right? We're empty. So you got to figure out the things in your life that fill you up. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's funny how slowing down is actually a more productive thing for everybody yes. this year. I really, you know, I, I think it's probably midway through COVID. We were, you know, finally some research was coming out. Statistics were coming out. Like the world is healthier. Like the actual environment was healthier. Yeah. Or yeah. Uh, I just, I feel like the world needed a reset. And this was a very harsh way to do it. Um, not saying that it was done to us, but the reset was a result of something that was very harsh, but like, you know, we have great friends who, um, work, you know, an hour away and they literally spent so much time in the car away saved from a, family, but they saved a couple hours a day, saved a couple hours a day. Not only that, but you know, like being home and having their lunch break with their family. And it's yeah. just been really cool to see and That's people right. outside playing with their kids. And I don't know, it just, it kind of felt like this filter was, yeah. over everything that was sure. removed. I don't know. It's It was a really beautiful thing. Yeah, so I would just say figure out what fills you up. If that's going for a walk, go for a walk. If it's going to watch a movie, go watch a movie. If it's playing a game of basketball, do that, fill up, and then, man, when, you, when you're filling yourself up on a regular basis, you're going to create yeah. a lot more things and have a lot more ideas and have more content to share mm-hmm. and all of that. And so that, that was kind of my lesson. It's okay to slow down. In fact, a lot of times you're actually going to be a lot more productive. Yeah, and I think, you know, the fear going into next year for some people, it's, wow, this year was so crazy and, you know, a flip of a switch from reality of what we all were so used to. There's something in me, at least, that I'm a little scared to go back to. Um, And so that's one that I feel like we can all be really intentional with creating moments and being intentional with slowing down in some ways. Like that's not something that has to disappear once the pandemic's gone. All right. It's okay to slow down. What's yours? Um, Number one, never say never because um, you took my slow down or or my pausing is a good thing. Um, But never say never. So it's kind of like we talked about last week, embracing change, holding things kind of loosely. Um, I am a control freak, um, in a lot of ways, hush, hush, (laughs) I'm allowed to say that, not you. Um, but no, I, I feel like I can control things by my own actions. And so 2020 was a lesson and no, you cannot, like there are so many things out of your control. Um, and I don't think we need a pandemic to live out this, this mindset of just understanding that life is 
you know, can change in a moment. Um, but I think, you know, the never say never, like, oh, I'll never do that or own oh, this will never happen or I'll never do this if this happens. And, you know, going into this year, we had a wedding plan for a certain date. Yeah. It was moved um, because of the pandemic. And, you know, we had to learn to shift and shift our expectations of what that day would look like, how many people we could have out, what the actual, you know, day would look like. Um, but I just know in this year, if we had kind of took the, took the days by like, Oh, we have to know what tomorrow is going to bring to move forward. Like we have to know what next month's going to be to move forward. We really, and I, I, I would look to you and appreciation for a lot of this because you helped coach me out of my control, but you really, we took it a day at a time, you know? And it was like, let's move forward today. Yep. You know, let's do what we can do today and move forward. And let's do what we can do tomorrow to move forward. Um, for me, it was just that understanding that we have to keep moving forward yeah. if we can do everything that we can to move forward. Um, cause we, we did a lot of things this year that I feel like, you know, we're super productive and I know that's not true for everybody cause of their different circumstances. But, um, I don't know. I think for me, it was just that, that never say never holding things loosely, but still having enough intention to move forward with the things that you can. Yeah. That's so good. Never say never. Yep. We had to get a lot more flexible, didn't we? Yeah. Um, my second one is uh, it's all a gift. That's my second life lesson from 2020. Is and I know we did a whole podcast on gratitude not that long ago. I don't remember which episode it was, but you could go back and listen to it. So I won't bore you with all my <laughs> my lessons on gratitude. But man, like I I think what happened was we discovered that everything and everyone was proven to be vulnerable in 2020 mm-hmm. and that it truly all of life is a gift. You're not guaranteed any of it. And that means you're not guaranteed your job. You're not guaranteed your freedom to go into a restaurant and sit down and, and have lunch. Uh, you're not guaranteed family gatherings. Like it was, it's so many things in our life that we're, we easily take for granted that 2020 kind of mm-hmm. disrupted. And for me, it, it was just eye-opening for me to realize that all of life is a, is a gift. And, you know, I started that daily gratitude journal, mm-hmm. and it really has. It is more than any other habit I created in 2020 that has transformed me. Yeah, It's changed my attitude towards things, and I start every morning now with listing things to be grateful for. And you remember I told you the other day that my, you know, I had a tough day, and a lot of things kind of fell apart, but one of my Jeep broke down. So my, I'm stranded in my Jeep, can't get it started. And that, that day, my gratitude journal, the next day, you're like, well, what could you write about that that you're grateful for? And I had to just write down, I'm grateful I was able to afford a tow truck, mm-hmm. right? And so in every single situation, you have the ability to look for things that you're grateful for, and it really does change your perspective towards them. And so um, that, that's kind of been my, my a huge lesson for me is the importance of uh, regularly exercising gratitude. Mm-hmm. That's good. Okay. My number two, um, this is a quick one and an obvious one, but it was so clear in 2020. We are wired for community. Mm. Um, Obviously, when we went to isolation, it was like, you know, I honestly, I was like, oh, okay, I can do this. At first, yeah. yeah. It's like a snow day. It's a snow day. That lasted eight months. Yeah. Just, you know, working from my couch and, you know, just whatever. It just felt like this is cozy and fun. And then after like day four, you know, you're like, can we just go to Kroger to see somebody or just open your front door and hope someone's like on a walk or something. Um, but no, I just think it reinforced how we're designed. We're designed Mm. to be around people. We're designed to feed off of people. We're designed to just 
do life in community with people. Um, and I think it was so cool to watch how people got creative with it. Yeah. Obviously, Zoom calls and, you know, FaceTimes. But we even Lots in our of community. Lots drive-by parades. Drive-by <laughs> parades. Um, our community where we live, the homes are pretty close together. Um, and it's this We're barely whole, six feet apart <laughs> well, in our houses. We're, yeah, we're a little more than six feet. But yeah, I mean, it's like, it's close. And yeah. that's how, that's the point of this neighborhood. It's meant to kind of build community. But truly, do you remember when we would all sit on the porches, the front yeah. porches, and we were all close enough, like we would yell to each other's porches, just having conversations. Yeah, spread like, out lawn chairs in the street so that everybody Yeah, could, people would drive their golf carts and everyone would sit in their golf carts like six plus feet away. Yeah. I mean, it, people got so creative, but I remember thinking in those moments, like how weird this is, but how cool it is that people still like go out of your way, even if you have to yell and whatever to just be around people. I just think that was such a, it was kind of neat, you know? You're right. And I, and I think it's cool that, that that could not stomp out that desire in the human spirit to connect. Yeah. And people found ways to connect. It might yeah. not have been the same, but they connected via video. They connected you know, finding ways to socially distance, like mm-hmm. there, it did not change the fact that we have to connect. And with people, people connected more with people that they wouldn't normally connect with. Yeah. So, you know, I, I had Zoom calls with my college friends and with family, like before you just wait till you see them, you know? And I think it's been really cool to just reconnect some of those long distance relationships or even, you know, with family, like your grandparents, just, I feel like everyone was more intentional and I hope that that carries into 2021. Yeah, me too. I All love right, that. What's your third? Uh, third life lesson from 2020, uh, is spend more time in the present. And this one, I'll be honest, I'm, I'm really still, I'm practicing this one and finding new ways and methods. I'm going to do a whole podcast on this next mm-hmm. year. Can we do that? Yeah. Because I think it's really important, but I'm trying to find ways to stay in the present. I, I think if you were to ask 100 people, um, hey, what is like the your most frequent negative emotion? I think 99 out of 100 people would probably say it's either regret or anxiety or, or maybe both. I mean, when I think about my life, it, it's like the more time I spend thinking about my past, the more regret I have. Mm-hmm. The more time I spend thinking about my future, the more anxiety that I have. And so if you want to reduce anxiety and you want to reduce regret or guilt in your life, you have to find ways to live in the present. And we call it, sometimes we call it monkey mind, where your, your mind is just literally bouncing all over the place, mm-hmm. right? To the past, to, to the future. You know, you, you're thinking about all these different things you want to be able to control, you want to figure out, and that's where that anxiety comes from. And so I'm continually trying to find ways to literally be present in this moment because, as we all know, this moment is the only moment that we have. Mm-hmm. And there's this little book that, uh, you know, I, I've been reading it for a couple yeah. of years now. It's called uh, The Way to Love. And Anthony DeMello. Yeah, it's fantastic. And there's this quote in here I just want to read to you guys because it really stood out at me. He said this. He said, if there's anything that I can do about the future right now, I shall do it. Then I'm just going to leave it alone and settle down to enjoy the present uh, moment. I got to put my glasses on. I've never, I've never. It, oh, man. In my, in my defense, can I say this? I mean, what's the font size on that? It's readable. It's like maybe a four. <laughs> it's small. Okay, It's so going. tiny. Okay, he says this. If there's anything that I can do about the future right now, I shall do it. Then I'm just going to leave it alone and settle down and enjoy the present moment because all the experience of my life has shown me that I can only cope with the things when they are present, not before they occur. 
and that the present always gives me the resources and the energy I need to deal with them. The present moment, no matter how painful, is never unbearable. What is unbearable is what you think is going to happen five hours or in five days. Hmm. I'm like, man, that is so good, isn't it? Yeah. Like, that's so connected with me. I'm like, yeah, when I look back over my past history, the present moment has always given me the ability to deal with it. Always. Yeah. Um, Nothing is unbearable. The only things that feel unbearable are the things that are so far away Mm -hmm. because we can't do anything about them. Or the things behind you because you can't change those either. Yeah, it's like behind you is regret, in front of you is worry. Yeah. You know, and both of those are... Un- not productive. So the more we can stay in this moment, yeah. the better. So we'll come back to that topic and talk about some practical ways and what that looks like in our lives uh, because I need more of that. But that's been a huge life lesson for me is live in this present, mm-hmm. in this moment. Mm-hmm. That's good. I like that one. Like my What's last yours? one? Yes, I want your last one. Um, the world is good. Like People are Ooh. good. Tell me um, more. And to me, I don't know why. I This is a very early revelation that I had. And I think it might be because it was the first time in my life, I'm not saying it's the first time ever, but the first time in my life that I have really felt this unified spirit amongst everyone. Mm. You know, COVID kind of made this um, universal experience. And when have we ever gone through something that we can be like, oh yeah, somebody in Africa, somebody in Poland, somebody in wherever, they're all experiencing this and everyone has fear and everyone's uncertain. No one knows what they're doing. No leader knows how to lead through this. Like there were so many things that I felt like we were all just unified in this unknown. Um, but because of that, I feel like it just generated so much good in like just the human race, like people, stepped up so big um, to help everybody. Obviously, first responders sacrificing their own health, their time um, with all the unknowns. I know my mom was one of those, and just seeing her walk through that every day was just... Way to go, Mama D. Way to go, Mom. Um, Yeah, just seeing her go in and with these COVID patients and just having this fear, but doing it anyway. Yeah, so brave. Um, And obviously, other first responders, policemen, EMTs, all all of them, um, teachers... Mm. Um, stepping up and teaching their kids remotely and being that like constant they needed. Um, it's not been easy. No, it's not easy to be on the kid's side and have to learn that way. But man, being a teacher and having to still be responsible for that education is so crazy. Um, people grocery shopping, shopping for the elderly. I remember that right at the beginning and everyone was just kind of helping people. Um, companies were, changing their whole production from the lines that they always made products they always made. And we're like, okay, we'll make masks. We'll make hand sanitizers. We'll make PP, you know, like protective gear. I, it was just, it was one thing after another and it was countries helping countries and people helping people. And, um, I don't know. I just, it, to me, it required this universal unified experience to make everybody step up and be like, okay, we're all people. Like at the end of the day, your grandparents, my grandparents, your mom, my mom, like we care about all those people and we all are, this is an unknown world. And I I think it was just a really beautiful thing to watch people step up. I love that. And you know what I, I, I find so interesting about that life lesson for you is it tells me a lot about how you see the world and your perspective. Because if I'm honest, there's a lot of people listening right now that disagree with you. Oh yeah, probably. They do. They're like, unify. Are you kidding me? This is the most divisive time ever, like in mm-hmm. our country, the election and people hating on people. And if you want to look for division in our country and around the world, you can find it. Mm-hmm. You can also find 
a lot of good in people. Yeah. And you're choosing to look at the good in people. And I agree with you. Like, I think about this, um, uh, what do you call it? The, the uh, vaccination. I, was looking, I couldn't think of the word. The vaccination that's coming out. Like, how amazing is that? That scientists from around the world got together. Mm-hmm. They found a vaccine in less than a year. Yeah. That can eradicate this. Like, yeah. wow. Like, that's crazy. The technology, the the science, the brain power that went into that. Like, there is so much good in this world and there's so much good in people. And I love that you came out of this past year and that's what you're focused on. Well, I yeah. I mean, I, obviously there's craziness and hurt and lots of bad things that happened in 2020. But I don't know. I just think, you know, something that we, if we're looking about lessons that we want to learn and carry forward, I think that's a good one. Yeah. I love that. I recently heard somebody talking about, uh, and this kind of, I think helps all of us as we move into 2021, uh, the difference in your life of, of the phrase, what now? Mm-hmm. Like you can say what now, like what now? Like, you know, uh, you know, what's the next bad thing that's going to happen in 2021? Or you can say what now from a standpoint of what now? Mm-hmm. Like with curiosity, like, hmm, I wonder what's going to happen next in life. Yeah. What we all know, and you said this earlier, is our illusion of control was destroyed in 2020, yep. all of us. So there is a sense of what now when we think about 2021, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But is it going to be a what now or is it going to be a what now? Mm-hmm. Like what's going to happen now, right? Yeah. Yeah. And what are the opportunities that we're going to find? And what, what are we going to learn in 2021 that we didn't learn in 2020? And I love that, you know, here we are at the end of a difficult year, but... We still learned so much, right? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. We grew a lot, and uh, I, I hope all of you did, too. And, you know, you mentioned one of the greatest accomplishments being starting this podcast for you, and I feel the same way. Like, I'm so grateful we got to do this. I'm so grateful for every one of you that, that listened to this. Thank you for your emails. I loved hearing how this has encouraged you Yeah. Uh, and been helpful to you. Um we appreciate your generosity. You know, it's only a few weeks old. We were able to bless Gosh, a family yeah. with over $3,000. Like, man, I can't wait to see what's going to happen next year. Oh we We've already got know. a lot of fun things planned. A lot of fun things. Some really cool guests yeah, for this yeah. next year. So, um, again, we're just extremely grateful to every one of you for being a part of this. Yeah. I-, I can't wait uh, to see what this next year is going to be like. And um, we're just hoping and praying that you all have a very happy new year. Yeah. Happy 2021. We'll see you next year.